Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, this is creepy. Nikki Haley just got some major backing. Okay. And this is one of those things that's a sign. It's a subtle sign. Everybody in D.C. knows what it means. And it's it's creepy. Nikki Haley essentially endorsed by the deep state. Well. Now, this is how this works. Michael Morell... Former oh, yeah. CIA director. And I remember him well. Oh, yeah. The guy who put together that letter, 51 Intel officers mm. say, oh, that laptop, the one that contains evidence of over 400 crimes, 421 to be specific. We know that that laptop contains evidence of 421 crimes because a team of lawyers, they have a great website, went through state, local, and federal statutes and the laptop. They took over a year to do it and they created a guide to prosecuting Hunter Biden for anybody who would be interested. Nobody was. But um, just for what was on the laptop. Okay, so we're talking about 421 crimes. By the way, that website's called Marco, Marco Polo is, is the group. A lot of great work there. So they knew Hunter was in trouble given that he had just, you know, thrown all the evidence out there. Plus, you know, the bribery the tax evasion, stuff like that, because we yeah, take money just, from China. Yeah, little things like that. Yeah, and see, there was a price. Remember the problem, okay? When you take money from China, you take tens of millions of dollars from China, but you kind of don't report it to the IRS. For the rest of us, that's called money laundering. Yeah. Okay, it's a felony, and you go to prison for a lot of years for it. Well, we are the little people, We're Tara. the little people, I know. Yeah, you better dot those I's and cross those T's and get all them little numbers right on your little tax return thing that you send in. Well, anyway... So um, they had a problem, remember, because Hunter Biden, his baby mamas had sued him for money because he doesn't like to share the Chinese money with yeah, them. Yeah. And the baby mamas had sued him for child support. The judges in those cases had ordered Hunter to file all his financials. In other words, we want to see your tax records, right? So everybody has Hunter's tax records. They're in court. They're part of the public record, right? Mm-hmm. So we know what Hunter disclosed to the IRS and we know what he didn't, like that $30 million from the Chinese. Oops. Plus, it's real clear that the Biden family was taking money. So how do you fix that? Like, how do you cover up a crime that big for the Biden family? If you are, you know, the head of the CIA and profoundly corrupt as Mike Morrell is, he should be in prison. Unfortunately, he's writing checks to Nikki Haley. 
Um, so what do you do? So they send Mike Morell out there to make up this, in retrospect, completely cuckoo. I mean, cuckoo tale about Hunter Biden's laptop being Russian disinformation. We now know uh, that the friends at the FBI then went to Twitter and Facebook and intimidated them into blacking out the New York Post story. Now, since then, we've learned that they lied and Mike Morell lied and they never had any evidence that it wasn't Hunter Biden's laptop. In fact, they had a ton of evidence to the contrary and knew right away it was Hunter Biden's laptop, but they had to cover for Joe. So who runs around D.C.? But the former CIA chief, Mike Morell, organizes 51 intelligence officials to sign a letter claiming Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. These are not small-time people. These are former assistant directors, directors of the Department of Homeland Security, CISA, um, I'm sorry, no, NSA, I was doing a podcast on CISA yesterday, NSA, Department of Homeland Security, CIA, and these are heavy hitters. He works with a guy by the name of Doug Faith, F-E-I-T-H, look that guy up. Um, he's a creep too. <laughs> Poor choice of names there. I just, yeah, really. Because I have no faith in him. No, none whatsoever. I know. So they run around and they mobilize fake intelligence. Um, and they put this letter together. Now, Doug Faith has a very long history of faking stuff. He was the driving force behind mobilizing fake intelligence, claiming Iraq had weapons of mass destruction so we can invade. And Colin Powell would later come out and say they, well, didn't. Sorry. Oops. Too bad about the more than 1 million Iraqis dead and all them orphans and stuff. Whatever. Anyway, um, that's who these people are, okay? So Nikki Haley's fundraising comes out. They've both written her big, fat checks. Now, who is Mike Morrell? Mike Morrell is Obama's former Mm -hmm. CIA director. Obama's former CIA director spearheaded the 2020 letter and the smear campaign against honest journalists who had verified that laptop was in fact hunters they verified it you could check it against the cloud these weren't hard things to do we know that because every major media outlet since has verified it was not hunter biden's laptop and admitted it okay so you can tell me mike morrell with all of his clearances couldn't figure out it was hunter biden's laptop when the new york post could do it not likely not likely so Morell, we are learning because now we're seeing Nikki Haley's financials have just come out, wrote her a $1,000 check. So did Doug Faith. So what does that say? What does that do? That's not just $1,000, okay? To me and you it is. We don't play in these circles. When someone like that writes a check, that rings the dinner bell. This is our girl. We are giving her our stamp of approval. We can't come out and write a formal endorsement letter. We can't put out a press release because uh, that's not how that works when you're a former director of the CIA. But this is the sign. This is the sign that the network, the network that is the lying, profoundly corrupt deep state is supporting her and they're fundraising for her. Why? What do they know? Who is this woman? Serious question. Who is this woman that Obama's CIA director thinks we ought to put her in office? The same one who said that that laptop's not Russian disinformation or is Russian disinformation. And think about how absurd that was at the time. Like, I never bought that for even one minute. We never did on the same. Wait, wait a minute. The Russians snuck into a computer repair store with thousands of videos and audio clips and pictures of Hunter Biden and planted the laptop. 
That happened. Yeah. You have All to be right. like a liberal or a CNN viewer to think that that was possible. I mean, like just basically so hosed and brainwashed by the deep state that they, you're not even functional in day-to-day life. So, I mean, that's who this guy is. He is profoundly corrupt. And he's backing Nikki Haley. Why? What is up with this woman? What do they know about her, Lee? That I can't tell you. Who is <laughs> she no really? Idea. I'll tell you who she is really. They have been grooming and training her for years. She was a young global leader picked by the World Economic Forum back in 2011. They put you through six years of school. The people currently push, pushing international digital ID as a basis for a world social credit system. So all these people have been given the thumbs up on her for some reason. And that should scare you. That should really scare you. These are some profoundly corrupt people. It does seem to be real interesting about where the money is coming from. Yes, I mean, it, it is. Just, I mean, just simply from a, an objective standpoint, you have to wonder about the political consequences of taking money from people with with certain ties. Any other time, that is being highly criticized. I mean, good grief. Um, usually we get complaints from people who are sending people, and, and we're talking about state races. If someone right. from out of state sends somebody money, oh, you know, out of state money infiltrating our, our state politics. But but when you have people with, if, if, if these things are true, and there's no reason to believe that they're not, um, these people with these experiences and these uh, past, ex, you know, the history that they've got, why are they donating to a Republican candidate? And people who've never donated to a Republican candidate before. Um, I put this back up on my Twitter this morning if you want to see it, because it's really remarkable. It's a headline from the Washington Post article. Top Democrat donor Reed Hoffman gives $250,000 to a Nikki Haley super PAC. He has never donated to a Republican before. He is a hardcore liberal. He is also the guy who funded the Gene Carroll lawsuit uh, where they got Trump for $80 million. Yeah. Um, he, she couldn't afford to sue him. Reed Hoffman bankrolled it, and he's bankrolling Nikki Haley. And so when you saw that speech yesterday that she gave, I'm not going anywhere. Well, she doesn't have to. Well, She's sitting on a pile of Democrat cash. She can keep running. We've never seen this before. Al was right. Great timing there, Mr. Producer. Couldn't be better. So these are the questions we're going to ask today uh, as we remind you that you have an opportunity um, to say something about everything I've just talked about in this segment. You can go and vote early in the state of South Carolina, and you have a unique opportunity to tell Reed Hoffman and Larry Fink and the top Democrat fundraiser for Jamie Dimon, who is a Democrat, a top Democrat fundraiser, excuse me, for Hillary Clinton, Jamie Dimon, to go stuff it on Saturday. Or if you want to vote early this week uh, because it's Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump, text keyword vote, V-O-T-E. We'll send you a link on the text line, which is 71307. Text keyword vote. We'll send you a link where you can go to vote early and early voting is through Thursday, then they take the day off. And then on Saturday is the actual voting. So you could do that too. Um, but be sure to vote. This is a very important primary. They are trying to flood our primary with enough Democrat voters to keep Nikki Haley afloat. Again, they're not trying to beat Trump. They're just trying to get her to finish respectably. So they, Mike Morell, 
Uh, and I guess the deep state can claim, hey, she's the year apparent. We're putting Trump in prison. She's your girl. She's going to be your nominee. You could say no this week. You can't. This is a unique opportunity to really weigh in at just the right time. Strike where the iron is hot. Text keyword vote, and we will tell you how to go do it, either early voting this week or on Saturday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Tragic news and a good reminder for parents. Oh, I hate reporting this. Body of missing Texas 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham found dumped in the Trinity River, Livingston, Texas. She didn't show up for school. 11 years old. That breaks my heart. I have a child that age. Love that age. Old enough to have a great conversation with you and you really can get to know their personalities, but young enough that you, you know, they haven't hit those teenage years yet and you still hang the moon as a parent. They located her body just five days after she disappeared. She was reported missing when she didn't show up for school, even though she had walked from her house to the to the bus stop. Last seen at 7 a.m., Polk County Sheriff's Office arrested Don Stephen McDougal, 42, on an unrelated assault charge. Says he's a person of interest in her uh, disappearance. They haven't charged her in that yet, but he's got past convictions for enticement of a child. So that's kind of in his lane. Audrey was last seen near her residence at 7 a.m. local time in Livingston. I, you know, I got to tell you, I, I, uh, I've lived in two types of neighborhoods and my daughter and I marvel at this. My children rode the, bu- rode the bus once upon a time, and they did not leave my sight. Nope. Not from the house to the stop, or the stop to the house. We were waiting for them, eyes on. And um, the first neighborhood did, you know, the neighborhood I lived in when, when we put our kids on the bus still to send them to public school, um, all the parents were very like-minded about that. And there was a nice big crowd of parents right there at the bus stop every day. And it was just interesting to me when I moved here in my current neighborhood, nobody does that. And these kids... Uh, elementary school, middle and, you know, high school, you're older, I, I get that. And they get off and they walk in groups. That's fine. But um, the, just these elementary kids, they just get dumped off. Everything. There's not a single parent in sight. And my daughter and I, like, you know, we walked the neighborhood at that time and we're just amazed. I was like, I can't, even my daughter at 15 is like, I can't imagine letting a child of mine just go walk by. The, I know I'm like, ring the dinner bell um, for these kind of creeps. They know every day your child's gonna be right there. Oh, my child's old enough to walk up. No, they're not. 
You could trust him, sure. I'm sure you have a mature child, but what you can't trust up is the trust is the guy who pulls up in a car. Strung in the air, just chuck him in a car. I was amazed at parents who do that. Maybe, I mean, it's just me, but like my 15-year-old could figure out, wow, that's scary watching that every day. And not, we even say, like, I'm glad I'm here right now. I can at least watch them go. Well, where mom and dad are. But um, keep your eyes on your kids. Folks, especially right now, I cover this border stuff. You, we, we don't live in the America of 1994, but a lot of Americans mentally still do. Every child sex offender out on bond in South and Central America is here. They're not awaiting trial in their home country. They already beat it over the border. We catch them every single day. They're either people charged with child sex offense or convicted of it. We just caught one in New Jersey the other day. They let him out on supervised release. He was still in prison in Columbia. Yeah, now he's in New Jersey. You don't know anymore what is stalking the streets of America. It's always been bad with these guys. But I'm telling you, everybody who can get out on a bond, and I hate to tell you this, most of the countries below us to the south, they all have bonds like we do. So when somebody gets charged with child sex offense, what do they do? They bond out. They get charged with kiddie porn. What do they do? They bond out. And they come here? You wouldn't await trial. You'd have to be an idiot. They hit the desert as soon as they hit the street. You got to start to think differently about your safety in this country. I talk to my daughter about this a lot. I wish you could grow up in the time I did. But we don't live in that country anymore. We don't live in a safe country anymore. We don't even understand what is on our streets. The days when you could just say, hey, my 11-year-old, they, you know, it'll, it'll teach them maturity to walk home alone. All right, cool. Well, you keep a good eye on them then. You don't have to let them know you're looking. I'm just amazed at the risks I see, t- I see parents take. And that was a risk taken in Texas. It didn't work out. This is obviously an American guy, but I'm telling you, we don't have a good grip on who's here. We don't. So enough of that uh, for this morning. Yeah, so Nikki Haley, these deep staters are lining up behind her. When you look at when you look at Mike Morrell, Obama's CIA director, the guy, the architect behind the guy who put together the letter by the 51 spies who lie, as the New York Post said, claiming Hunter Biden's laptop was not his laptop. This wasn't just a political move. Remember this and I explained this in the first segment. That laptop contained evidence of crimes. Crimes by Hunter, over 421 of those documented by Marco Polo, but also his father's crimes. The millions of dollars taken from the Chinese upon which Hunter did not pay taxes. So when you see Mike Morrell and someone that dirty put a letter like that together, it's not just to cover Joe's rear end and get him to beat Trump, okay? That's part, it's a big part of it. This is to cover up the crimes and not just your garden variety felonies that Joe Biden and his family have committed. No, no, no. This is to cover up the fact that the Chinese own Joe Biden and that his family has taken an inordinate amount of money that they then hid. Why? If it, let me ask you something. You take $30 million from Chinese, from the Chinese, from a Chinese-owned company, and you're doing legit business, right? You're legit, man. Why would you hide it from the IRS? Why would you launder the money? Why would you partner with the Chinese to launder the money? Because they did that too. 
You wouldn't. You'd report it. To about board, you'd report it. But they couldn't. Because, see, there was this other felony. You have to register as a foreign agent. Hunter did it. Why wouldn't you just register as a foreign agent and do the business with them? You'd be fine. Because they were on the take. It's bribes. Morell knows it. And he covered it up. And now he is backing Nikki Haley. And you ask why. Ask why. What do they know about this woman? This is creepy. So what we're talking about this morning, he wrote a $1,000 check. It's a list of deep staters wrote checks to her. And we're just finding out now because the fundraising reports have come out. Who is this woman? I think part of it is that she says the first thing, the first thing she would do, that's how important it is to her, is make you get a digital ID to use the internet. Because then they could good and track you. Then they could good and censor you. Then they would have a lot of power. By the way, if you want to understand why a Mike Morrell with the CIA, why the Pentagon would want you to have a digital ID, you need to listen to Tucker Carlson's latest interview with Mike Benz, mind-blowing about the military-industrial censorship um, complex um, and what they're doing to freedom-loving people everywhere. She's their girl for whatever reason, and that should scare you. But you could do something about it. You could go vote this week. Text keyword vote to the text line 71307. It's got all the early voting information, Saturday voting information. By the way, the actual vote day is Saturday, February 24th. It is not on a Tuesday. February 24th, Republican primary Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump, who I could say some stuff about Trump, but he ain't owned by the deep state. That I know. Okay, good morning. Let's jump on the common, I'm sorry, the car pros text line. It'll take me a while to get that one straight. Text your rights, Tara, in a world of lies, you don't lie. You're also very thorough, so if I hear it on your show, I know it's true. Useful in dealing with idiots, of whom there are many. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so um, I've, I've got that headline yesterday um, about uh, that on the on the Twitter feed. Headline, former Obama CIA chief backs Nikki Haley. Mike Morrell, the former CIA director, spearheaded the 2020 letter from intelligence officials. You know, the 51 attempting to discredit reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop. Okay, these people fundraising networks. They do. That's the dinner bell right there. She's our girl. We're going to write checks to her. This is extraordinary to watch this. And, and, and I got to kind of explain this a little bit. And I guess I, I used to run campaigns. I ran two statewides. One, one, lost the other. Learned a lot more from the one I lost. And um, that was up in North Carolina, okay? Fundraising goes in groups, okay? So you go tap the guy who's the head of the group or leader of the group to write checks. And then they go, bun- what's called bundle for you. And they go get your, che- they go correct, collect their checks from all their friends. So the word will go out. This is the candidate we're supporting, um, we're a power base here. We're going to support you. We expect you to do X, Y, Z for us. Um, we're going to write checks to you. So when Mike Morell, a guy so powerful, he was able to go around Washington and get 51 spies to lie. Former directors of the FBI, former assistant directors of the FBI, former heads of DHS, assistant heads of DHS, to all lie for the Bidens. 51 of them signed that letter. And that guy writes a check for Nikki Healy. And then you start to see the others line up, like Doug Faith. 
and they're writing checks. She's their girl. They're backing her. This rings the dinner bell for her. Why would they do that? Why? Really, Nikki Haley? And I think it has something to do with the fact that she says she, the first thing she do is so important to her. She will get you a digital ID. You will have to have a digital ID to go on the internet. It's a license. And I get people on the text, I just don't understand. Oh, they already tracked me. Not like this, they don't. Now they track your IP. They got a pretty good idea who from your house is saying what if they really want to. Digital ID creates a folder. And everything you do and everything you say goes in the folder. So they could take the folder and turn it on. They take the folder and turn it off. And guess what? Now your bank account doesn't work. It's all connected. Digital ID. Nikki Haley came out pimping digital ID at almost the exact same time Justin Trudeau did. And Justin Trudeau came out pimping digital ID at almost exactly the same time the World Economic Forum did, which is kind of weird since she is one of their, their young global leaders from 2011 and the head of the World Economic Forum, which wants you to have digital ID so they can all track you, not just at a United States level, but a world level. That guy, Larry Fink, who is also the head of BlackRock and the pioneer of ESG scores, which is a Chinese-style social credit system for businesses that, by the way, we're currently trying to outlaw at the state legislature here in South Carolina. We fought real hard on that a couple weeks ago. We actually managed to move it out of committee. Thank you very much, by the way, for your work on that. We backed the legislators who did it in the Senate. We won. Nikki Haley's going the opposite direction, okay? ESGs are credit scores, social credit scores for businesses. They want to take that digital ID and apply a social credit score to you. Digital ID is the basis for social credit scores in China. And it's the first thing she'd do. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do- Hear that? Hear that? National security. Okay. Yeah, well, that was that was a gaffe. So, I mean, telling you the truth is a gaffe for Democrats like Nikki Haley. So she had a lie about it. I'm not saying that Americans have to disclose their name. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is you have millions of foreign bots. Well, let's listen to what you said, Nikki. I'm not saying Americans have to disclose their name. All right, let's see. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, every person on social media should be verified. Every person. By their name. By their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you're a national security threat. What it is, is a license to go online. And it is what the European Union just backed. A world system. There is nowhere you can run. Nowhere. Because they're waiting everywhere you go. Ron DeSantis did a masterful job at the time explaining the significance on the Glenn Beck show of Nikki Haley's digital ID promise. Forcing disclosure of names and registration. That's what China has done. Yep. China did that recently. Uh, that is totally inappropriate for the United States of America. I mean, Glenn, we've lived through 
this age of cancel culture. You can lose your job if you're a conservative. You can you can have things done to you. Uh, there's a role for anonymous speech. The Federalist Papers were written, written anonymously by Madison Jay and Hamilton. That's a long tradition in our country. Uh, but what it what it would do, I think, is open the door for a social credit system. Uh, she is somebody I think is in favor of things like a central bank digital currency. Uh, I oppose central bank digital currency. In fact, I've signed legislation in Florida prohibiting the use of CBDC in our state because I think the Fed may try to do it unilaterally. They do not have the authority to do that. I've said as president on day one, CDBC dies. It's dead. We're not doing it in the United States of America. So this is something that is totally... So you get what's going on there. So here's Nikki Haley asked about ESG scores, which is essentially Larry Fink's Chinese style uh, rating system, social credit system for businesses. Okay, Larry Fink of BlackRock. Larry Fink of BlackRock is fundraising for her. Listen to what she does. And finally, I know when you met with Larry Fink, did you have a chance to bring up BlackRock in the past has been a big supporter of ESG, which has been very criticized, heavily criticized by Republicans. Are you concerned about that policy? Again, I'll do what I did in South Carolina. I partnered with my businesses. I use them as a resource. One, they hire people that we need to hire. They help us with our economy. But I also shared in South Carolina with my businesses the threats, the issues, Uh the keys that we needed. It's about heavy communication. Uh You want your business to be successful, but yeah. we also want to focus on the national security of our country, and we want to make sure that we get America back on track. I think what we've seen from you know these supporters, whether it's the Stan Druckenmillers, whether it's the Larry Finks, whether it's the Jamie Dimes, all of those that are showing support, what they talk about is the debt, inflation. What are we going to do to balance our budget? And get- Did you catch that? Oh, it's national security. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. It's national security to weight rate companies according to how woke they are? Uh-huh. Did you just hear her say she wasn't for it? No. They need the digital ID. They need a digital ID so they can begin to rate the CEOs. They can rate the people who work there and factor that into the score for the business. Total, absolute, ch- turnkey totalitarianism and the deep state loves her because of it. That is why they are writing her checks. That is why Mike Morrell, Obama's CIA director, wrote her a $1,000 check. Why? They're bundling for her. Again, Mike Morrell... The guy who ran around D.C. getting 51 spies to lie to sign that lying letter saying Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation and she's their girl. What does that tell you? It should scare you. I'm just amazed that I'm just amazed she's not hiding it. That's what's so crazy. Texture writes, she sounds like a private public partnership. Yes, with the deep state. Uh, and text rates, and no one could buy or sell without the mark on their forehead or their hand. Bingo. And that is what it is. Digital ID is that mark. Texter writes, Tara, I think Nikki Haley's way beyond cheating on her husband in a car now. She no longer sees herself. Can't read that. Uh, she sees herself as pretty woman. She's delusional. She isn't smart enough to swim in the deep end where she is trying to swim. Ah, but she is devious enough. Well, it seems America has gotten more and more casual. Started with airplanes. People used to get dressed up and they don't. Now they wear their pajamas when they shop at Walmart. That's always weird to me. Man, brush your hair. Well, we've gotten really casual about work, too. 
and Gen Z is the most casual. Yahoo Finance reporting now Gen Z is treating would-be employers like bad dates and not showing up for job interviews on their first day on the job without as much as a phone call. Ghosting, originally kind of hot in dating. You just don't do the hard work of, hey, you know what, let's just be friends. Yeah, that hurts. It's hard. Gen Z doesn't like to do hard things, so they just ghost you. Well, now they're ghosting their employer. Remember the, like, hey, two weeks noticed your boss just as a courtesy? You know why you do that? I mean, four weeks, six weeks would be better. Because your boss is the guy in a year or half a year or whatever, your next employer is going to call. That's how that works. But there's not a lot of anticipation of consequences. You want to leave a nice trail behind. You want to leave a good trail behind you. You don't want to, um, you know, be rude and just, like, not roll out of bed one day and not call and let them figure out what's going on. No one apparently explained this to Gen Z. That'll, that'll hurt you down the line. The, the, the karma or whatever you leave behind does come back. It just does. People talk in your industry. Employment website Indeed surveyed 1,500 businesses, 1,500 uh, working people, found that job ghosting is rife with 75% of workers saying they've ignored a prospective employer in the last year. Whopping 93% of Gen Zers told the global recruitment platform they've flaked out on an interview, just not shown up. That's not as bad, I don't think. But when you when you decide I'm done with this job, you just don't go. Um, worse yet, a staggering 87% managed to charm their way through interviews, secure the job, sign the contract, only to leave their new boss stranded on the first day. Yeah, that's not good. Um, although Gen Z are the biggest culprits, baby boomers, Gen X, and millennials aren't off the hook. Almost half of those surveyed said they plan on pulling a disappearing act again with a third with a third deeming it acceptable to do so um, before an interview. Anyway. Yeah, um, just basic, you know what, decency seems to be lacking in this generation. That's just me. Texture rates. We stopped requiring kids to dress for school. Sweatpants, flip-flops, T-shirts. Yeah, I'm amazed at what kids get off the bus wearing. Not mine. Um, Yeah, we have basic minimum decency in our house. Um, Texture rates. Democrats don't have to steal an election if they have both candidates. Democrats are openly running. So is the deep state now. Uh, We learned overnight. Openly running a candidate in the Republican primary. They're not even hiding it. Uh, texture rates. Tara, hey Tara, not a, I'm not a Gen Z, but I've never given a two week notice because jobs don't give a two week notice when they are letting you go. That's true. Jobs do that sometimes. And yeah, it would feel really good to go somebody, I guess, if you've been kind of, you know, shoved out of a job with, you know, carrying that box out into the parking lot. But the problem with that is that's not necessarily even self-serving. Why? Because people talk. And you're going to want that employer as much as they make you grit your teeth to say nice things about you when you're the current employer. I I just had this with old producer. Uh, Tim was asking me for a reference, and I'm happy to give him one. He was a fantastic employee. Um, And you know what? He treated me really, really well and treated all of us really, really well. So I was like, awesome. Yes, what can I do to help you get a new job? We just had that conversation not too long ago um, over text. See, that's what you want to leave behind you because it helps you. 
the kind of stuff your dad used to explain to you. I don't know why it's so hard for this generation. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.